You are listening to a sermon from Mission Point St. John. We hope this message encourages a deeper connection between you and Jesus, our Savior. Amen. If you come into God's house and you're in need, this morning you're in the right place. If you'll reach out, feel after Him, He will minister to you this morning. He will. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. It's all based upon you. It's not based upon Him. He's more than willing. More than willing. But if you'll reach out after Him this morning, He will minister to you. Amen. Thank you, music, for leading us into worship this morning. Amen. You may be seated. We welcome all of our guests today to the house of the Lord. We're glad you're with us here in God's house. Everyone that's watching or listening online this morning, we're so glad that you're with us. Amen. At Mission Point. Here it is, January the 1st, 2023. It just seems like we went through 2000. And yet that is 23 years ago. It's amazing how time has uh, quickly gone, and yet here you are, faithful to the house of the Lord this morning. Thank you for being in God's house. A couple quick announcements, and um, uh, we're uh, on Wednesday night, we'll be uh, having Bible study here at the church. We'll be faithful to the house of the Lord. Friday night is prayer, and uh, next Sunday, we'll be doing our vision at night. A vision service will be at night. Brother and Sister Wicket will be with us in the morning service, and we'll be doing our vision casting at night and our theme for the year. And you won't want to miss uh, next Sunday as well. So thank you for being faithful to God's house and uh, being in His presence this morning. Amen. If you have your Bibles, turn with me if you would to Philippians chapter 1 and verse 6. Uh, Obviously, this is... um, the first day of the year, a lot of things are um, promised today. A lot of people make commitments today. Some call them new resolutions. They last usually till about Wednesday. A lot of things are decided of what's going to happen over the next year. A lot of people make uh, those uh, declarations, if you want to say, of what they're going to do, and uh, some is to be healthy, some is to um, be more conscientious of family, maybe um, work a little harder or work a little less. People decide to be in church more, people decide to pray more, read the Bible more, going to read the Bible through this year. People make all kinds of decisions. Um, And I think it's a great, great day to have the first day of the year on a Sunday. And um, I didn't know if everyone would come, but I'm glad that you're in God's house today. And I'm assuming everyone is here with no hangover, which I'm thankful for. So you can have a good time at bringing in the new year and come to the house of the Lord the next morning and still feel great 
uh, in God's presence. Amen. Philippians chapter 1 verse 6 says, Being confident of this very thing, that he which hath begun a good work in you will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. There's a lot said in that verse that when God starts something in you, he never stops. He never gives up. He never quits. He never says it's too big of a job or it's too much bother. None of those things are ever stated by the Lord. He never gets tired. He never takes a break. He never passes over you, forgets you, disregards you, or um, uh, puts you in some back part of his memory. No, that's not the God we serve. This morning, I'd like to talk to you about a fresh start. Because he that hath begun a good work in you, he's going to perform it until the day that he appears. And so I'm, I'm after you this morning. It's never about whether God's willing or whether God's able. That's never, ever the question. That is always going to be something that you can be confident of. The verse says it. Paul writes it. You can be confident that when he starts something in you, he's going to bring it to completion. It comes down to whether you and I want to do what's necessary, what is, what is required, what we must do. I'm asking you this morning for a fresh start. Today is January the 1st. What a great day to do a fresh start. When you look at the Bible, the Bible has Ten Commandments, four Gospels, has two Testaments, but it only has one theme. One theme. And that theme has always been the same. He's always desiring a relationship with his people. Amen. The one theme that you see throughout it is you have a loving creator who wants to be in relationship with his creation. He doesn't force it upon you. He will never make you do it. But he wants you and I to choose this morning to have a fresh start in him. He never gets tired of you having a fresh start. The enemy will say, you've done it so many times. You've tried it so many times. Uh, you started so many times. That's what the enemy says. Uh, but the Lord's always looking for someone uh, that'll come back to him with a fresh start. Uh, he's always been desiring somebody to be in relationship with him. It's never changed from the beginning of time. It has never changed. It all started with, of course, rebellion. And rebellion, the Bible says, is as the sin of witchcraft. And rebellion started with Adam and Eve. And Adam and Eve, they, 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 uh, those, the, the first people to understand the consequences of their actions when they had eaten of the tree that they were forbidden to eat of. And Genesis 2 and 17 says, But of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, you shall not eat. For that in that day ye shall eat of it, ye shall surely die. And what happens is, uh, Adam and Eve did not instantly die. There's two very good reasons for that. God's merciful. And second of all, His love is stronger than any of our weaknesses. 
And so it's always about Adam, Eve, I'm going to give you a fresh start. Could kill you. Could have you die instantly. But he has had a theme from the beginning of time. He's had a theme from all the way to Adam and Eve. You can read about it in Genesis. Chapter 3 and verse 15. The first prophecy of the Messiah. And that he has come and will come and has come. And for you and I, he has come. That you and I could have relationship with him. This morning, a fresh start is what he's looking for. You say, well, pastor, everything's good. That's great. I would encourage you to have a fresh start on January 1st with something greater than you've ever done before. Something more powerful than you've ever been involved in before. A greater level of study than you've ever had before. A more powerful prayer life than you've ever had before. A daily commitment to share this wonderful truth with somebody. Amen. Every day. Whatever it is, I ask you this morning for a fresh start. A fresh start because this wonderful relationship, the redemptive plan that he gave to you and I, it was not purchased with corruptible things as silver and gold. Peter writes it in 1 Peter 1 and 18, knowing that you were not redeemed with corruptible things like silver or gold from your aimless conduct received by tradition from your fathers, but with the precious blood of Christ as of a lamb without blemish and without spot. He indeed was foreordained before the foundation of the world, but was made manifest in these last times for you who through him believe in God who raised him from the dead and gave him glory so that your faith and hope are in God. You can work more and make more money and that won't help you this year. No, it won't. You'll pay more taxes. It won't be satisfied with just more work or more money. It won't be satisfied with more vacation. It won't be satisfied with a greater this or a greater that. Realize that you were purchased with the precious blood of Jesus Christ so that your faith in God could have a fresh start in 2023. Your hope could have a fresh start in 2023. You look back at 2022 and you say, oh my goodness, there were some terrible things that happened throughout the year. Around the world, some terrible things are still happening even today. Sometimes because we live far away, maybe we become immune to what's happening. But there's, there's terrible things happening around the world even today. The world needs a fresh start. The church needs a fresh start. You and I need a fresh start. Something has to start all over afresh in our lives this morning. You say, is it a New Year's resolution? I'm not claiming for it to be that. It may be over before next Sunday. I'm asking for you to make a commitment like you've never made before because you were purchased with the precious blood of Jesus Christ.
It's not just a story. It's not just a, a, a cute little uh, illustration. It's not just a, a nice thing for you to know. No, you were purchased. You were bought. And it wasn't with corruptible things as silver and gold. I'm asking you to take a look at yourself this morning. Your faith and your hope. What are they in? Because Peter says they've got to be in God. Did you hear me this morning? If they're not in God, you need a fresh start. You need a fresh start. Adam was not alone in his rebellion. Hosea laments over Israel. It says, but they like men have transgressed the covenant. Hosea 6 and 7. There they dealt treacherously with me. Paul writes about it and he says, For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Universally, everybody's relationship was messed up. There is nobody in the room this morning that did not have to have a fresh start. Sometimes we think or we look... We view other people that they've got it all together. But everybody from the pulpit to the back door this morning had to have a fresh start. Nobody is excluded. Nobody this morning is, is not in the category of what I'm talking about. You say, well, preacher, you're preaching to me. No, I'm preaching to everybody. God already spoke into my heart this morning and throughout this week that I, I needed a fresh start in Him, a fresh start in His presence, a fresh glimpse of what He purchased me with, a fresh glimpse that I was without Him and in need of Him and my relationship with Him needed to be restored. I needed, I need, I must have a fresh start you never reach the place where a fresh start is not necessary you never you and I never mature to a place spiritually where we don't need a fresh start you say well I've been in the church this length of time pastor I'm asking you this morning to have a fresh Start. A fresh start. See, in the ancient East, agreements between people relied less on legal contracts than they did on relationships and covenants. A person's name was a guarantor of that covenant. And the name represented the person's character, status, level of authority. So it's not surprising then that God employed His name upon our relationship with Him. And He brings that relationship into a great dimension with Him on that fresh start initiative because of the power and the authority of His name. In English Bibles, the Hebrew name of God is typically not known. We usually see it translated as Lord or God, sometimes as Jehovah. Yet originally, God's name would have been 
pronounced Yahweh. And from the very earliest time, people knew that name of Jehovah. Uh, Yet it was only Moses that God fully revealed the meaning of that name. And you see that in Exodus chapter 3 and verse 14. God said to Moses, I am who I am. And he said, thus shall you say to the children of Israel, I am sent me to you. Moreover, God said to Moses, thus shall you say to the children of Israel, the Lord God of your fathers, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob has sent me to you. This is my name forever, and this is my memorial to all generations. Go and gather the elders of Israel together and say to them, The Lord God of your fathers, the God of Abraham and of Isaac and of Jacob, appeared to me saying, I have surely visited you and seen what is done to you in Egypt. That's what it was like during the time of Moses. And God's saying this morning, I'd like you to have a fresh start in the power and the authority of my name this morning. Understanding who he is and why you worship him the way you do. And why you call upon him the way you do. And how you say his name. And the authority you have when you say his name. And all power in heaven and earth belonging to him. Let me tell you a fresh start this morning. Understanding who he is. In 2023, if there could ever be a prayer request of any pastor, it would be that every person that comes to the house of God or watches or listens online would come to an understanding of who He is. And when you get an understanding of who He is and how powerful He is, then you understand what Acts 4 and 12 is stating. Acts 4 and 12 says there is no other name. There's no other name. It's there is no other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. You know that stating? That's stating there is no other way to get a fresh start than through Jesus Christ. You can try all the other ways you want in 2023 and they will not be successful. But when you do it in His name, when you understand who He is and when you get a glimpse of how powerful He is in your relationship with Him, a fresh start is possible. Mm. Sorry, back there I jumped ahead. I should stay on the platform. Understanding who Jehovah was was a powerful thing that happened at Mount Sinai. Ancient kings demonstrated their sovereignty by calling their own name over a people in a covenant. That happened in the pagan world. But when the Almighty God invoked His name over Israel, and you see that in Exodus chapter 20, Moses continued to receive the law, and the people, while he's receiving it, rebelled against, rebelled against Jehovah. 
And Moses comes down from the mountain and he's not too happy about it. He breaks the tablets and they have to be redone. And you can read that story. That golden calf is ground up and they're even made to drink of the water. It's a, quite a sad st state because there was only one name and one God that they were to focus on and to put their trust in. And God's name continued to be pronounced over Israel even through lots of times in their lives when they made mistakes and they faltered and they failed. But everything always came back to a fresh start of His name. All five of you that clapped. I'm going to try it again. I know you might have been up late. I have to say I didn't see the New Year come in. I usually stay up late, but I didn't last night. So all you that stayed up late, I'm going to give you a second chance. Even when we mess up, and even when we're human, and even when we sin, and even when we fall short of His glory, the recipe has never, ever changed. We always still come back to calling upon one name, and that name is Jesus. And he gives you and I a fresh start of calling upon his name. And when you call upon his name, it doesn't matter how far away you've been. It doesn't matter how long it's been. When you call upon his name, there's a fresh start that's initiated. And God comes running to somebody who desires a fresh start. I'm asking you in 2023, don't get caught up in all the stuff around you. Don't get caught up in all the other things that you can focus on. The children of Israel did that. Don't get caught up in everything else that seems important. The children of Israel did that. But when it came down to where the rubber meets the road, they only called upon one name and that was the name of the almighty God and the relationship the relationship had the possibility of being restored I thank God for it not only was it restored for the Jewish people but prophetically it is spoken of in Amos chapter 9 and verse 12 that it's also for the Gentile people. And that they may possess the remnant of Eden and all the Gentiles who are called by my name, says the Lord who does this thing. It's prophetic that he's always wanted a relationship with everybody, not just a certain group, not just a certain class. Not just a certain status. He's always wanted a relationship with people 
he created. Jeremiah prophesies about it and says, Behold, the days are coming, said the Lord, when I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel and with the house of Judah. Not according to the covenant that I made with their fathers in that day that I took them out by hand to lead them out of the land of Egypt, my covenant, which they broke, though I was husband to them, says the Lord. But this is the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel after those days, say the Lord. I will put my laws into their minds and write them on their hearts and I will be their God and they shall be my people. You know what that sounds like? A fresh start. It sounds like a fresh start. It sounds like God desiring to get people back into a place with Him that He's always wanted us to be from the beginning. And so he decided to come to earth. Matthew writes about it. She shall bring forth a son. Thou shalt call his name Jesus. For he shall save his people from their sins. The very meaning, the very understanding of what was happening that day. When the name was given. Emmanuel, God with us. Jesus, for he will save. Jehovah will save. And so he's always got this, if people can get back to just calling upon him, then there's an opportunity for a fresh start. I'm not downing all the things that People are producing to try to help people. Not, I'm not discouraging that. I'm thankful for all the help that can be provided by the things that have been created by people. Thankful for all of that. And anyone that can receive help from any of those aspects, that's wonderful. But before all of those things were created, the solution was given. It's never changed. You're dealing with things in your family. You're dealing with things in your home. You're dealing with things in your marriage. You're dealing with things with your children. You're dealing with issues in your finance. You're dealing with problems with your health. You're dealing with areas of your own life, whether it be addiction or loneliness or or. Or, or stress, or, or depression, or fear, or anxiety. You name it. You can name whatever you desire. There's still one main solution. A fresh start with calling upon His name. I'm not telling you to go off your meds. I'm not telling you to quit your counseling sessions. I'm not telling you to do any of that stuff. I'm telling you this morning to get a fresh start in coming back to what really matters in the first place. And that's to call upon the name of the Lord. And when you call upon Him, something takes place. A fresh start is initiated. A new covenant is started. God's writing things in your heart and in your mind. He will be your God and you will be His people. 
I can't tell you any plainer than what the Word says. Hallelujah. A fresh start this morning brings you back into relationship with Him. You ever had to say sorry to your spouse? Many times. Thank you, sister. One person that was honest. Yeah, I've had to say it many times as well. Probably more times than she's had to. And you apologize. You make statements like this. Let's, let's start from the beginning. Let's start it over. Let's start afresh. Let's start with a clean slate. Let's bury the hatchet. I've never had to say that to her, seriously. I just, made, I, I, just, I just knew that was a statement. I've never had to say that. I don't think. Oh, sister. We, we say, we make, we, we, we promise, we, we declare these statements that are all really just of the definition. A fresh start. We do that in the natural. We do it with our job. We do it with our children. We do it with our neighbor. We do whoever. You've had fresh starts before, I'm sure. If we think that it's possible with people around us, why would we not think it's possible to have a fresh start with your very Creator? Because the Bible's very clear that the potter will take the clay and he'll start all over again and he'll remove the lumps that mar the vessel and he'll make a new vessel as long as you will remain on the wheel he'll give you a fresh start I've always kind of wanted to try that potter stuff. All I can picture is the vessel being all wobbly. Being real thick on one side and thin on the other. Maybe not being as perfect as it should be. The wonderful thing about the Lord is when he starts, he makes you better than what you ever were before. A fresh start does not mean that it's over for you. A fresh start doesn't mean that he, he has given up on you. A fresh start does not mean that he's disappointed in you. A fresh start doesn't mean that he's upset with you. A fresh start doesn't mean that he ridicules or condemns you. No, it's the opposite. 
It's the opposite. A fresh start is a new relationship with him. It's a greater dimension with him. It's a, a fresh a fresh, fresh power of his presence and a new a newness of life and a renewal of spirit. A fresh start just says, I'm coming back to you, God. I'm coming back to a place of worship. I'm coming back to a place of prayer. I'm coming back to a place of your word. I'm coming back by calling on your name this morning. A fresh start in 2023. Paul writes it, 2 Corinthians 5, that is that God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself, not imputing their trespasses to them, and has committed to us the word of reconciliation. Nothing condemning about that. Nothing highlighting your mistakes in front of everybody else. Nothing about that. No, the opposite. The opposite is he's wanting to reconcile with you a place of relationship and communion and walking and talking with him in the cool of the day, the earliness of the morning, the loneliness of the night. He's wanting to have a relationship with you. That his spirit is afresh in your life. It all happened. You can see it through Acts 2. This whole calling upon the name of the Lord. Peter preaches and said, listen, you guys, you guys have, you guys have crucified the Messiah. You've taken down the one that can actually help you. But it's going to come to pass, he said, just like it was prophesied, that he's going to pour out his spirit upon all flesh, your sons and your daughters. Our daughters are going to prophesy. Your young men shall see visions. Your old men shall dream dreams. It shall come to pass, he says, that whosoever calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. It all comes back to a fresh start. Of his name. That's when he gets done preaching. They're pricked in their heart. What do we got to do? What is it that we got to do to fix this, Peter? Peter says, they were cut in their heart. And he said to the rest of the apostles, men and brethren, what shall we do? Then Peter said to them, repent. Let every one of you be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. For the remission of sins. And ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. For the promise is to you and to your children. And to all that are far off. Even as many as the Lord our God shall call. This baptism of the Holy Ghost. This baptism of Spirit was not limited to those that were in Jerusalem. But to all 
that were far off. And you see that throughout the book of Acts. You see it in Acts chapter 10. That they spoke with tongues and magnified God. And, and, and the response was, can we forbid water that these should be baptized? They're coming into relationship with an almighty God. A relationship where he's desired to be with them since the beginning of time. Yeah. What a beautiful demonstration of what God has for each and every one of us. Maybe some of the most powerful verses of this fresh start are from Romans and Galatians. I'll end it with this. Sorry to the ones in the back. I, I've jumped all through my scriptures. But this is what Paul writes in Romans. For you did not receive the spirit of bondage again to fear. But you received the spirit of adoption by whom we cry, Abba, Father. Galatians chapter 4. To redeem those who were under the law that we might receive the adoption as sons. And because you are sons, God has sent forth the spirit of his son into your hearts, crying out, Abba, Father. Therefore, you are no longer a slave, but a son. And if a son, then an heir of God through Christ. The idea is he's not just talking about male figures. He's talking about humanity. He's talking about all of us this morning. And this is a beautiful demonstration of what happened. Paul writes of the spirit that infills each and every one of us. That spirit of adoption whereby we cry, Abba, Father. The expression, Abba, Father, originated in the earliest church as a celebration of an intimate way of speaking about that covenant relationship with Jesus Christ when Paul when Paul wrote we cry Abba Father more than one scholar more than one scholar asserts that the Greek word translated cry uh, it references to speaking or a translation of that crying Abba Father as being a metaphor of your intimate relationship with Jesus Christ through the power of the Spirit. So I'm here to tell you this morning that there's absolutely no one in this building that has not been purchased with His blood, that cannot call upon His name, and does not have a right to say, Abba. Father, I'm asking you this morning for a fresh start in God where your relationship with Him is more than just a Sunday to a Sunday. But it's an intimate relationship with Him on a daily basis where you cry unto Him, Abba, Father. The power of the Spirit that has adopted you into His beautiful family. Hallelujah. You say, well, I feel like I'm on the outside. You need a fresh start this morning. You need to cry out unto an almighty God and allow His Spirit to bring you back into a relationship with him where you cry out Abba Father 
That's more than just you saying, I love you, Dad. No. That's a relationship experience that he's always wanted with you from the beginning of time. A covenant relationship that's continual, that's greater than anything possible in this world. If you're doing good in this world, I'm thankful for that and I'm grateful for it. And I give God glory for it. But if you're doing great in this world and your relationship with God is suffering, then you need a fresh start. Pastor, my life is falling apart. My home's falling apart. Everything's falling apart. And I tell you this morning, there's only one solution. A fresh start. Well, I don't know. I've never had a relationship with the Lord. Then you are, you are the greatest opportunity this morning for a fresh start. A calling out upon Him so that you can be saved. Oh, it'll lead you to follow the the plan of salvation, and it'll lead you to greater depths than you've ever been before. But it'll bring you into covenant relationship with Him. And that covenant relationship with Him is a daily walk with Him where you're able to cry, Abba, Father. An intimate relationship where you talk to Him and commune with Him on a daily basis through His Word, through prayer, through worship, through song. There may be even those this morning that have, have made commitments already when the new year starts. I'm not going to, I'm not going to miss church. That's a good commitment to make. When the new year starts, I'm going to pray more. When the new year starts, I'm going to spend more time in His Word. And those are all good things with good intention. But let me tell you where it starts. It doesn't start with you checking off the box on the Bible reading chart. Getting through three chapters a day, being able to check off every little box by the end of the year, that's not... That, that's good, but that won't accomplish what I'm after this morning. Well, you know what? When I'm tired, I'm just going to watch online, and I'm going to... That's good, but that's not what I'm after this morning. When they have altar call, I'm just going to pray in my seat. And, okay, I'm after you this morning. <laughs> That, that stuff's all good. And I'm thankful for all that stuff. But I'm after a fresh start in relationship with Him. Because when that's in place, you won't have to worry about needing to read His Word. 
You'll want to read His Word. You won't have to worry about whether you're too tired to come to church. You won't want to miss church. You won't, you won't have to worry about whether you should pray or not. You'll want to be in prayer. None of those things. When your relationship with Him is a fresh start, a new beginning, back to your first love. I just hit a nerve. Music, come. Going back to the freshness of what it was like when you first came to the Lord. And the excitement that was in your life and the enthusiasm that was in your worship and the authority that was in your prayer and the expectation that was in your spirit. That's the fresh start that I'm talking about. That relationship all the way back to what it was like when you came into communion with Him. And you remove the callousness and you remove the starchiness and you remove the, the crustiness of your life. And you say, God, I'm exposing my heart to you and my life to you this morning with a fresh start, a new remove, a new move of the Holy Ghost in my life where your spirit, God, is, is working in my life like it has never done before. Listen, I cannot tell you what 2023 is going to be like in this world. World. I have no idea what will come in 2023. Wars and rumors of wars could continue. Inflation could still rise. Sickness and disease could be new. There could be something new. I have no idea. But something that I have confidence in this morning, that he that hath begun a good work in you will perform it until the day of his appearing. And the fresh start this morning that I want in 2023 and say, God, I lay myself on the altar of whatever you desire for my life this year. I'm calling upon your name right now. I'm allowing the spirit that you have worked through my life to bring that relationship into a closeness with you where I cry, Abba, Father. A regular communion with Him. And we're preparing at this moment to go into communion with Him. Everyone is welcome to take communion if you're praying on your own. You reach out to the Lord in prayer on your own. You're welcome to be part of communion this morning. A communion causes you to do a few things. It causes you to look back and to see where God's brought you from. This is what I used to be. 
And this is what I no longer am. It causes you to see where you have come from. Communion not only takes you from where you used to be, but it makes you look at yourself right now. Where am I in my relationship with Him right now? The whole message this morning has been based upon you and I having a fresh start with Him. Looking at where you are right now. God, I want a fresh start. And communion also makes you look at where you're going. What's going to take place. What God is going to do through your life. And so I ask you to take a look at 2023. God, where is it that you want me to be? What is it that you want me to become? How is it that you want me to grow? How is it that your relationship with me, God, you want it to be in this coming year? And all of those things will bring you back to the title of my message this morning. A fresh start. A fresh start. Thank you for joining us today. If you want more information, connect with us on our website at missionpoint.ca. God bless you.